0: This is Chelsea Alden, and you're listening to We Be Geeks.
1: USB microphones and headphones provided by CAD Audio. CAD Audio, expression through innovation.
2: Do not attempt to adjust your device. This is Extreme Freedom Audio Bulletin. It cannot be traced, it cannot be stopped, and it is the only free voice left in the Geek Revolution. So welcome to another episode of Weeby Geeks. It's Mike, Derek, Brett, and... Yes, there's that and there, and Jules. But Yay!
0: finally makes an appearance.
1: <laughs> I've been living in a hole,
0: like Pooh Bear. They finally, let, they finally let her out of all these walking. Uh, walking. <laughs> take get a freeze. sleeping bag and sleep there right <laughs> just make it a tauntaun sleeping bag yes yeah there we go <laughs> that's gonna be in the new yeah. special tauntaun
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so how you guys doing Good, good. Yes. So, Just watched the uh, Doctor Strange uh, trailer. It's awesome. Yeah, uh, still got to catch it. Uh,
2: Smallville, or not Smallville, Supergirl. It's <laughs> <has> been renewed <laughs> for season two.
0: Oh man, my mind's <laughs> mushed. Sounds like somebody's tired. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm glad about that. Um, We're going to get season two.
2: Batfleck yeah. is getting his own solo movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if we talked about it last week, but Suicide Squad is going back for three weeks of reshoots. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I saw the new trailer so, too. Uh, it's got a uh, Batman in it. Yeah. Oh, I haven't seen that yet. Well, mm-hmm. we, we knew
2: we knew Batman was going to be in it. and We know it's Affleck. Yeah.
0: Um, I I'm looking forward to it. I really am. Yeah, I'm kind of no, interested. I'm interested. Yeah. I'm not going in with super man. high expectations.
4: Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is Warner Brothers. Yeah, <laughs> saving graces. Zack Snyder is not involved. True, right? Yeah. Which he should have been involved in this one where everybody's killing everybody. It wouldn't. <laughs> that's <laughs> that that what the character is supposed right? to be doing. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> not Superman and <but> Batman. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know what? Usually we don't do it this quick, but we've got a great guest coming on. It's a YouTube, YouTube personality. He's got some great videos, and uh, it's a guy by name of Couch Tomato. And who knows, maybe he'll share the secret sauce with us. Yes. So, um, so let's take a quick break, and uh, we're gonna be right back with, uh, with Couch Tomato. Forgive the interruption, but I believe this requires your attention.
3: If you ever believed Captain
2: America was on the U.S. Olympic soccer team,
4: if you ever thought that the Winter Soldier was that brace-yourselves guy on the internet,
2: and if you ever wondered just what would a raccoon do with a machine
4: gun, then don't let another wheel. Pass you by without tuning into Mighty Marvel Geeks. Mighty Marvel Geeks is your show about all things Marvel
2: with news, rumors, commentary, and interviews,
4: as well as our
3: weekly recommendations on what
4: to pick up on new comic book day.
2: Official consulting hours are between 8 and 5 every Thursday. That's Mighty Marvel Geeks on WeebieGeeks.net, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and anywhere else you listen to podcasts. So, joining us this week on Weebie Geeks, we have YouTube personality Couch Tomato. Uh, you might know him from uh, his different videos where he compares two different movies and, and tells you how they might be alike, or his um, 24 Reasons videos. Uh, so, welcome to the show, Couch Tomato.
3: Hey, thanks for having me, guys. No problem. Coming
2: on. So, what made you decide to try and become a YouTube personality?
3: It, well, it's actually it's pretty funny. No one ever does YouTube on purpose, but um, when I when I uploaded my first video, it was uh, I used to be in sales, so um, the slowest time of the year for us was November and December, and it was kind of a hobby that I picked up. I wanted to learn how to edit videos, um, so I started doing movie reviews, and um, i unfortunately Unfortunately, no one was watching my videos, so every week I would always try to figure out a way to get more eyeballs on my um, ideas. And uh, lo and behold, just one thing turned into another, and then I actually came up with the 24 Reasons idea by mistake. So that was pretty cool.
0: (laughs) It's funny that you don't usually... Stick to the 24. Sometimes there's 30. Sometimes there's different amounts.
3: (laughs) Well, yeah. I still
0: stick to the 24 in the title.
3: Yeah, and I love love, uh, YouTube. I I actually watch more YouTube than I do television. So um, I just made a rule at the beginning when I started my videos. I said, no matter what, I'm never going over 24 reasons. But occasionally I'll bring a guest on and I'll have them describe six more reasons. Or sometimes, you know, when fans really want to have me, you know, bring up extra points like for the Star Wars uh, movie that just came out The Force Awakens I knew they wouldn't let me get away with just listing 24 reasons so I um, listed 24 reasons that Star Wars The Force Awakens and New Hope are exactly the same
0: yeah that was a great uh, great video
3: <laughs> thanks <laughs> and you know what's um, when you hear the title a lot of people um, I think because when you're doing YouTube the biggest thing is you have to <laughs> evoke emotion that's what I always tell people and the, the, the best emotion to evoke a lot of people think it anger like when viral videos tend to provoke anger um my title when you read them it it, it sounds like it's gonna make you angry but then you'll find out that i'm actually defending the lesser movie you know so I'm, i'm i always used to say my channel is like a champion of bad movies but um so when people watch the videos you know, they catch a smile and they realize there's a lot of sarcasm and sa- satire there and not to take it too serious. So it's to have fun because you guys know you guys are geeks as well. A lot of times in our community, um, you know, some of the strongest voices that are heard are the geeks that tend to hate on properties. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I wanted, oh, yeah. I wanted to be the other side of that coin to say, Hey, it's okay to like things people don't like, you know?
2: Right. I like that. <laughs> then, then let me post this question for you. And maybe you've touched on this on the video or have a video upcoming on this Rogue One the Rogue One trailer uh, we see that it looks like we're going to have another female lead yeah. In the film, do you agree are you are you like the some of the fanboys out there and and hating on that fact or well, you, where do you stand?
3: Well, two things. Number one, I haven't watched the Rogue trailer yet. I don't plan on watching it until the summer. Um just you know, I, I think a lot of times with these trailers now they give away too much. So, um this year it was one of my new year's resolutions. I just wasn't going to watch trailers as religiously as I used to, you know? So, it just it, it keeps I go into the theater it's um you know surprised so to speak but when it comes to um the force awakens my two favorite characters were um kylo ren he was my second favorite character my number one favorite character was ray i haven't seen mm-hmm. a strong female lead in a film like that in a long time you know um and when the only knock know. that you could give on ray is that she was too good at everything you know that's a good problem to have. So I like what Star Wars is doing. I I, I think mm-hmm. Disney, they've earned our trust by now. When you look at the Marvel Cinematic Universe, you got you guys got to remember those are the same guys, mm-hmm. you know. So it's like the um the Disney Disney know what's uh what to do with their properties. So if they want to put a strong uh female lead at the center of everything, um hey, I'm uh, I'm I'm buying. Just from what I saw from the Force Awakens, I think they they got another um, you know, another strong female lead character uh, in their back pocket. So, I'm looking but forward to Rogue One.
2: Rogue One has a very strong... It look, appears to be a very strong... Um female lead on it and the fanboys have come out get, oh disney's ruining star wars as like oh, you're, so, you're, not all of the fanboys but right if, if, <laughs> if disney's ruining star wars then why is star Wars? you know why does star wars pull in a billion at least a billion dollar profit
3: and, and can i say so um can i say something mike cuz i didn't grow yeah. up a star wars fan um so i actually when i was in high school i used to work in a movie theater and i got cursed out by darth vader like i was working there um during the episode 3 <laughs> um when um when episode three was in theaters I was there open at night working concession and I never knew about Star wars so I would always part of my job was to make conversation with some of the patrons and I um you know was asking questions to Darth Vader and to him some of the questions that I were was asking was common sense to Star Wars fans, mm. but I wasn't a star wars fan so i, I so I, like ever since that point I've hated Star Wars Nation right until I saw force awakens to where it was like so i, I always i never Hated the movies. It's just more. I thought fans are a little bit too aggressive with that property. Right. So, um, when there it comes are, to the force,
2: there are definitely some radicals out there. Yeah, it, yeah,
4: exactly. Mm-hmm. But the some thing of them about take it way too serious.
3: A lot, yeah. a lot of them do, and I think they ruin it for guys like you who, um, who want to <laughs> actually share that universe. But the one thing I loved about the Force Awakens, I, I said this on, I mentioned this on one of my shows. I said, hey, it, it, it it's not a movie for the die- diehard Star Wars fans. It's a movie for the diehard style. Um, diehard Star Wars fans and me, you know, like people like me who didn't grow up on it. So when mm-hmm. when they say they're ruining Star Wars, I'm like, no, they're actually, they're introducing it to people who never knew it and also people who misunderstood it. Because right. when I saw um, Force Awakens, even though people say it's a retread, um, it allowed me to kind of see the magic that you guys saw when you saw New Hope. Because I never experienced the magic since I saw New Hope and I, I saw the original trilogy during my, um, like, college years. And, you know, when you're looking at... Um, looking at the that franchise through you know 22 year old eyes as opposed to you know being blessed with this as a kid you don't necessarily get to catch the magic but right. um you know with what disney's doing now i'm like okay now i get it now i see why people are getting ready to curse out con- um, theater workers over
4: over <laughs> these movies right?
3: so I, I think people just need to calm down let the movie happen as soon as december comes no one's going to remember any of this negative criticism that the trailers the trailers are getting
2: yeah right. yeah Excellent. Now, getting back to your video, how do you come up with the movies to to do your your comparisons with? I mean, all right, so for, Force Awakens and wh- in the New Hope, or that was or, a that was a no brainer,
3: exactly. Yeah, but then some some of them like uh, okay, Charlie's Angels and Iron Man two. I'm pretty sure no one ever thought of that, you know. So um, all right, so here's the thing when I when I started experimenting and I started doing movie reviews, I was doing this one review one time and it was um I was uh I was actually trying to um Age of Extinction was coming out and I was actually doing a video where I was um I was going to try to uh to to say Michael Bay was a I was gonna try to prove Michael Bay was a good director. I was being sarcastic, but I was gonna try to prove it. And then um in the middle of the review, I actually started um poking holes in my own theories because I started comparing the Transformer movies to um other movies from the eighties. And then you know so it happened naturally and that's the way I talk with my friends. So when when, when you're watching my videos, you're just getting glimpses of how I communicate with my peer group. You know, whenever someone says they hate a movie, I always say, well, if you hate this movie, you have to, um, hate this movie too. That, like, <laughs> for example, like, um, uh, Avengers and Empire Strikes Back. People said they hated Age of Ultron. So the way I would actually defend it was say, look, if you hate a- Age of Ultron, you have to hate Empire Strikes Back because on the surface, they have some of the same beats and same plot points. So I, a lot of the films, it's it's always something, whether it be an action sequence or a line. I watch a lot of movies. So um, i I'll, I'll like, oh, cool. That's like Mission Impossible or awesome. That's like um, Masters of the Universe. Oh, wow. That exact same line was in Home. Home Alone 2. So um, I I always go back and match it up and believe it or or not, it's um, I've only uh, two times I've I've ever had to um, like I had a theory that these two uh, films might mesh and I was wrong. And it was because the one um, the one time I can remember off the top of my head, I I was going to try to match uh, Ted with the town and that didn't work out as well as i i wanted um and then i ended up having to switch it at the last minute but that's only happened to me twice everything else i'm usually on the money and um i don't know i just it's just the way i watch movies so for a suggestion for anyone trying to do youtube just be yourself cuz ultimately that's what i'm doing on my videos and i think that's what my fans have kind of gravitate gravitated towards
2: absolutely yeah how how long have you been doing uh youtube
3: Or well, your so videos I, on I, my, youtube I just celebrated my one year anniversary. Um, I, I count my official anniversary as April Fool's Day. That's um, so last year, April Fool's Day. I was uploading videos um, November of 24, uh, 2014, but that's when I was kind of finding myself and kind of finding my niche. But April 1st is when I was like, all right, cool. I'm going to do this every week. Um, you know, I'm going to make videos throughout the week and post them every Wednesday. So April 1st, 2016 was my one year anniversary. Yeah, congrats. Thanks.
1: Nice. Now, do you take any suggestions from fans like if they think there's two movies that they think you should do?
3: Yeah, you know, it's um and sometimes that's a double-edged sword. You know, um mm-hmm. uh, fans, I think at the beginning I was taking too much suggestions, you know, cuz a lot of the um uh the the fan ones are the obvious ones. It'll be like, uh we want you to do Divergent and Hunger Games. We want mm-hmm. you. So I went I went 3 weeks in a row where I was just listening to fans, and then my fans told me to stop. But um, <laughs> yeah, I, I always I always, you know, I always i mean um i'm probably the only youtuber that responds to like 80 percent or more of the comments so i'm i'm very active with my community and sometimes i'll hear a suggestion that's that's totally left field and i'm like hey i think you got something here and i'll just make sure to you know shout them out like i'm gonna i'm gonna take a look but yeah i take suggestions a lot but you know it's just it has to be really really crazy though if you want you you can't suggest something that everyone knows but even like the star wars force awakened video i really didn't want to do that video because everyone was saying it already. Um, so I, I, like the thing with my channel, I only like to welcome original ideas. So if, if another blogger or YouTuber has mentioned it, that's why um, I do 24 Reasons These Movies are Different as well. Just to kind of like... Um, so it's I'm not saying the same thing as everybody else. So, um, okay, yeah.
2: Then I, I got a good one for you then. And it's completely I'm, off the wall. Completely crazy. The Rocky Horror Picture Show mm-hmm. and Grease 2.
3: I'll give you this. That's not as off the wall as you would think. I haven't had that suggestion, but just because um when I saw them when I was younger, you know, they they used to be on VH1 Heavy, you know, so right. um yeah, and they always seem similar to me, but I I'll, I'll give you kudos to say that is the first time someone's actually suggested it. So who knows? <laughs>
0: I liked uh, the Star Wars one because everybody yeah, they said that it's that it was just like a new hope, but I like seeing your points and going from point to point and showing the exact moments in the movie where, where they were the same and it was like, Yeah, you can definitely yeah, see that they were the same.
3: <laughs> yeah, and that's the that that was the most difficult part is because um everyone already kind of beat that dead horse and you know made comparisons so I had to really struggle to find you know um, reasons why they were the same without mentioning everything everyone else was mentioning before so a lot of times I like to pay attention to the like minute details and um, I think the fans appreciate that as well I
2: mean there were were some where you had the the same similarity but they they took place in different points like in the New Hope it might have taken place earlier in the film whereas in Force Awakens it was later in the
3: So. and you know what I say to um, fans when they bring that up in the comment section I say uh, I say um, twins even twins aren't born at the exact same time right. you know what I mean so um my thing is I, I, I usually match characters um, I, I, but sometimes I have to jump around to be creative but also I always I also point out that's not necessarily the reason for the video so if you pay attention, Right. Um, if you listen closely to my videos, I'm not trying to bash a movie, saying that they're the same. Um, or um, because I'm there's a lot of sarcasm in what I do. It's the the bigger picture is have fun with movies, right? Because I'm I'm doing it in a playful manner. And number two, don't hate movies for the same reason um, you love them. Because I'm you know I'm a Harry Potter fan, right? So that's that yeah. that's always been <laughs> all right, Jules. So um, that's always been my Star Wars. But um, a lot of um, well, believe it or not, Jules, there's a um, a large group in um, Geek Nation that doesn't like Harry Potter's specifically because they love Lord of the Rings. So I kind of grew up with that, and I, my 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 thing was I think some of the critics kind of embedded that in them. So I, I've always grew up when I grew up, I, I didn't like critics too much. Like Siskel and Ebert to me were the bad guy. You know, uh, may they rest in peace. But um, my channel is to say, hey, don't listen to the critics. Don't listen. You know, have your own opinion. I'm, I'm basically yeah. I'm kind of showing you these movies are similar. But this movie that critics usually outmatch a movie that was critically panned to a movie that was critically acclaimed. It, it's not always that case, but um, a majority of the time, that's what I'll do. And I'm trying to defend a movie that's considered bad. So yeah. that's the okay. that's the thing.
2: Then did you happen to take a crack at Jim and the Holograms?
3: <laughs> Hold on. You, you just went in. You went in and out. Go ahead. Uh, Mike. Said,
2: did, did you happen to take a crack at Jim and the Holograms?
3: I'd I I never watched it, so um no I and never grew did. up with the um <laughs> I, I not, right, but that's that's sad though that's it's like um I've always said that um uh, it was just to me. Uh, it was kind of good news slash bad news. You never want to see a studio fail like that because it was embarrassing what happened. Right. But um, yeah, like I, I kind of want more original ideas. You know, I, it's I, I love reboots as well. I love sequels, but um, it's gotten to a point where Hollywood is pumping out a, um, a reboot or a, a kind of like a, a property like a, a GI Joe or, or right. uh, the the the, the, uh, the what is it? Jane in the holograms or Jim Jam. Jim and Jim. Jim the Holly Games. There it yeah. is. I never even liked the cartoon when I was growing up.
2: Well, so. here, here, here's a sad thing in this whole the whole thing with that. The movie was only out for two weeks. Studio pulled it after two weeks.
3: Yeah, because they were they were losing money. And yeah.
2: yet it still has a higher Rotten Tomato rating than the Fantastic Flop. I mean Fantastic Four that just came out <laughs> <Wow>. last year. <laughs> so.
3: What well, well how about this? Does it have a um higher um rating than uh Batman v Superman? I
2: have
0: not checked.
3: Well, you know what? Fantastic four was in like the nines last time i checked
0: yeah i think uh i think batman v superman was like in the 30s or something like that when i first came
3: out when i saw it it was like 24 so it probably well if if it got to the 30s kudos for them
1: i still need to see that too (laughs)
3: what was your oh so all right jules hasn't seen it so what what was your thoughts on (laughs) batman v superman for the rest of the game just a Uh, thumbs up thumbs down
2: i i haven't seen it yet uh but according to Rotten Tomatoes, Batman Hearts Superman, the flop of Justice, has a <laughs> Rotten Tomato rating of twenty eight percent. Oh,
3: bad. that hurts I my just, heart so bad. But,
2: but the I, I didn't. And you know the f- f- thing is, oh, they had to go and do that. Uh,
3: I, I, it, I, when you, when the, there was an article that I saw where they were matching up the Batman v Superman score with uh, like uh, Paul Blart Mall Cop and just a lot of movies you wouldn't expect <laughs> to have higher ratings. Um, I saw the movie. I didn't think it was um, definitely. It's not. It's probably not something like because because I, I have the YouTube channel. I'm I'm going to have to buy the uh, Blu-ray just to do a video on it. But if it wasn't for that, it, it wouldn't be added to my collection. I might just yeah. buy the Blu-ray, do my video, and di- just just uh, donate it to you know some child or something. But um,
4: I'll probably Blu it to a child. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I I myself I didn't hate the movie, but I didn't I didn't like it either. There
3: you go. It, it, so it,
4: it, I was I, disappointed I, about that. Yeah. And See, I, 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 I didn't. Same
3: here. I, I, I thought it was a, um, I thought it was a good movie. Like, um, and like I think fans would like the movie. I've seen worse movies, and when you actually compare it to the Marvel catalog, there's, um, movies that I would put, um, I would put Batman v Superman ahead of a couple of, mo- um movies from um phase two right so um I just thought that people they wanted to pounce on it and it, it, wow the critics start uh, started to um hate and then I think fans just kind of bandwagoned after that but when you watch it there's some flaws it, it has the same issues that Iron Man 2 had where you could tell the studios got in and they were like you gotta have this you got to put that character in but when you start peeling those layers behind and just you know start looking at the movie for what it is I wasn't surprised what I saw in the trailers I got this yeah. is the first time I got to see um Batman actually have great fighting sequences and I'm only comparing it to past Batman films, right? And it, and, and we got to see Batman and Superman throw down, which is all I wanted to see. I thought right. the movie could have ended at a certain point, but yeah. because I think the studio wanted to add, you know, an extra villain, so to speak. I think that just kind of dragged it out. But I'm like, if this movie would have ended here, I could see it jumping up 20% from a, a, a rotten tomato score. But unfortunately that's what happens. But I, I don't think it's, I think the, uh, it, it could still be salvaged. And, um, we, we, we do still have, um, good DC films on the way. This right. just won't be one of the most memorable ones. Cause the movie is forgettable. That's why I yeah, didn't right. love it. It's forgettable. Definitely. I, yeah.
2: I, I think the, the standalone films that are coming up, like, Wonder Woman um, Aquaman and a few of the others are gonna be fine. The mm-hmm. Justice League movies are gonna be awful. And, I'll
3: agree with you on that.
2: And, and that's all because of Zack Snyder.
3: Yeah, and you you know, um, yeah. Zack, Sny- Zack Snyder would be he would make an awesome YouTuber. What? <laughs> 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 Not necessarily a director. I I, I always say if you because that that type of style of storytelling I think it'll work once because I know some people who like Watchmen but then they hated Man of Steel and they hated everything else. And I know some people who like Man of Steel but they hated everything else it's only because that that style of storytelling it's only effective one time it's all he does is he he makes a series of shorts and he sews them together and calls it a movie so i understand why people have issues even batman v superman did that i didn't like that aspect of it but um the parts where we got to know bruce wayne a little more i loved i think that's the best batman um in history after just one film so kudos to ben affleck
4: yeah he was uh, good he was
2: really
1: good
3: he was awesome
2: well i I want to see it
1: now i love ben affleck
2: (laughs) i think you know reason why snyder was successful with 300 and with sin city is frank miller frank miller was right there over his shoulder watching him making sure he stayed as as true to the source material as it could without Mm -hmm. getting too carried away with the hollywood factor Watchmen. if you're not familiar with the books yeah Watchmen is an amazing movie but if you're familiar with the with the books
4: mm-hmm.
2: it, it falls hard and even alan moore said uh yeah it's so bad i am not authorizing any more of my stories to be told on the big screen but, but I'm
3: my pulling them but look, look at his incentive though if, if i was in Zack snyder's shoes you have to look at because all i mean there, a lot of people think they're chasing marvel i don't think that's the case i think they're chasing christopher Nolan's trilogy so when you're looking it's, at that man the the only,
2: only one that was strong in the Nolan in the Nolan verse was the second one. Huh? The second one with with Heath Ledger yeah was that was the strongest than yeah I, other than that I the agree. other the other
4: two were off well, I mean they were okay no, but the, I no, like I like the first one I thought it was decent
3: I didn't like the first one and I didn't um like the second um but I understand why people like them but at the end of the day those those movies made money right mm-hmm. so when um when um and and those movies also they kind of stepped away from the source material so if that's the last thing that you've seen in the um you know the Warner Brother universe the DC. Universe, Universe. The studio heads are telling them it's okay to step away from the source material because when Christopher Nolan did it, they, the movies were successful. But we all, but also Christ, um, Christopher Nolan, he had great ideas, and is you know, and he also had great scripts. That's so. Right. I think they, they they took one idea. Zack Snyder said, "All right, I think fans want to see us move away from the source material," but they forgot everything else that Christopher Nolan did to make those movies successful.
2: Well, I think Zach, I think Zack Snyder's too. He He didn't know which Batman versus Superman storyline to go with. Because I've heard it's a mix of the actual Batman versus Superman title that ran for a while. It's a mix of the Dark Knight stuff because he's such a Frank Miller fanboy.
3: And I, I'm sorry to kind of you know um, go off track with the Batman v okay, well, Superman. I, I, but I'll say this: when, um, I, I bought this up as well. I said the the you know the the pro with um, Marvel is when um, you look at Iron Man three, you already know that they're pulling from the extremist, um catalog, right? When right. you look at uh, uh, Civil War, they're pulling from Civil War with um, Batman with, with with warner brothers what they do with their movies they pull from every single comic book ever made because this had elements of doomsday this had yeah, elements yep. of um the dark knight this had elements of everything like um we we counted and I, i'll have to see the movie a second time to actually do some more digging but there were like six comics that we could actually see that they pulled from so yeah. it, it's just a it's it's the unfortunate um blessing of having too much good stuff
0: i think well, the movie was like two and a half hours of getting being punched in the stomach it was just so dark and there was like no joy in it at all no moment where you like laugh or well, that's, anything that's it was just so morose and, uh,
3: <laughs> and that's that's what they want to do and it's um, funny because uh, with um, Wonder Woman and because Wonder Woman surprised me I know uh, Gal Gadot they, they, they also made it yeah. easy to succeed like I think uh, anybody could have played that role in their sleep she did a good job but I also think that they didn't give her too much to do so that yeah. way the fanboys wouldn't pounce on her because she's not the problem in the movie. Right, but um yeah. from what I saw from her, she does have the charisma and so does um Bruce and Alfred. They can be throwing a couple of quips in there every now and then. I don't need it to be like Marvel to where it no, yeah, takes exactly. 5 seconds, but um it's okay to have fun, you know, every once in a while. Right.
2: Right. Yeah. Well, at least with Marvel, yeah, you know, as you said, you know, they stick to a specific story arc and mm-hmm. and kind of, you know, like with Winter Soldier, you knew it was coming that the the material was based on the Winter Soldier st- yeah. story arc, um, yep. be it be it the actual Winter Soldier or or the next step with the with the Red Skull. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh, I can't think of the name of it. With that story arc, the Red Skull story arc, right afterwards. I mean, there was a touch of that in there as well. Um, and of course, now with Civil War coming up, um, even though that was a Marvel crossover event. <clears throat> they're using it they're utilizing it as a Captain America movie because cap was one of the central i mean it was cap versus iron yeah. man to start off it right. it's just now since marvel can't use the word mutant Because that's Fox controlled Um, They're going the other aspect Um, I think there was a a clip That came out uh, within the last couple Days that kind of touched more
3: Yeah I did watch that I know I said I'm Trying (laughs) to not watch trailers clips don't Count Those (laughs) That was even um, before the Year started I I said um, Civil War was going to be my It it was my most anticipated movie Um, Number two was Batman v Superman Number three was uh, John Wick a lot of people are talking about that. That's coming out in the back half of the year. But um, I love what they're doing with this.
2: Uh, I thought, with this, I thought John Wilk two was actually po- postponed until twenty seventeen.
3: All right. When when did that news come out? Was it this month or?
2: Um, it was something. It was when they released the Keanu Reeves training video.
3: Ah oh, man, that sucks. All right. So now I don't. I have to find another anticipated movie. Thanks for ruining my night, Mike. <laughs>
2: <laughs> let me double check. Let me double check. Now you may
3: very well be right but it, it you know um but now you know i got uh rogue one to look forward to it's just this year and last year i just thought it was going to be a horrible a horrible year for movies and then it just came together after the summer season because summer didn't really have a lot of a lot to offer mm-hmm. but um the fall had awesome stuff and uh, obviously the um the more good movies that come out, the better my YouTube channel is. So I have like a uh <laughs> a, a, a stake in the matter, so to speak.
2: So to, to be bearer of the bad news, February tenth, twenty seventeen, John. All right, well, John Wick. Uh, wow,
3: well, everybody's trying to move to February now because of the the, the Deadpool thing. Yeah.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, that's right.
1: Yeah, Did you, you know, see Deadpool? By the way,
3: I, I I you know I I love Deadpool not because of the jokes. I didn't um the the jokes were coming too fast. So it It wasn't that funny to me, but it was just, it was needed. It was creative. I like to see anything different. I already know what movie I'm going to compare it to on my YouTube channel, so stay tuned. And then um, I I loved it. And I'm also a champion of um, Ryan Reynolds. I, I, I. I uh, liked him as a, you know, his personality and his on-screen presence for the longest. It's just that he kept taking bad roles. So it's Mm. finally nice to see him get rewarded. See,
4: for me, in my opinion, Deadpool for me is like the perfect comic book movie. And not not because it's rated R or anything like Mm -hmm. that, but because it's like it is the perfect rendition of the character.
3: It's perfect and, yeah. uh, and, 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 and believe is, it, like,
4: it every detail and, if, you um, read, De- if you read a deadpool comic you
2: you expect one thing and you got that exact same thing with the movie even though it didn't right. sti- even though it didn't go with a specific story art you know yeah deadpool story arc it was a true to true to the book deadpool movie you
3: right? know what i'm i'm curious about because you know he's part of the uh whole x-men universe right
4: Uh
3: so i'm anxious to see how he'll play in an x-men movie you know just because yeah um,
4: me too the
3: the tone they set you know it fit with some of the side characters because i could i could buy colossus chilling with him every once in a while (laughs) um, (laughs) when when some more of the serious x-men starts getting on screen with that guy i'm just gonna i'm just i'm gonna scratch my head like okay this (laughs) you know this this feels funny but you know what People, um, people sleep on uh, Fox because let's, uh, I'm tipping my hat to those guys because they've been doing a great job with their properties as well. Um, uh, Fantastic Four was horrible, um, but other than that, they've been knocking it out of the ballpark with, um, uh. ooh, you didn't like <laughs> Future Past, you didn't like I, First Class, you didn't like for X Men trilogy. Second. First
2: Class, yes, I, I liked I liked First Class for for mm. a reboot, but still supposedly staying with within the x-men continuity with what they've set up it was good well um, you know I, the I, original I think- x-men was was awesome x-men 2 i enjoyed even though it felt rushed for the for the dark phoenix story arc it
4: was rushed um really you think so because they didn't really do the dark sure, Phoenix.
3: yeah you sure you're not talking about part three because um it was hinted at the end with the, the dark phoenix but you can't really count x-men 2 with dark F- phoenix in my opinion yeah. Yeah, X Men Two at the time was considered one of the best comic book movies of all time. Yeah. People forget. I still, I still I, think it is
2: Yeah, I, me too. I, I just felt it. They rushed trying to get to uh,
3: okay. Yeah, the,
2: the dark. You know, go okay. Gray's having all these issues. Oh, it's she's turning into Dark Phoenix. Me. Yeah, and, <laughs> yeah. And it yeah. was rush getting there. You know,
4: they, I, they, see, they, I, didn't, I didn't feel they, that they had, at
2: all. They, they rushed the whole thing instead of taking their time with it and let, let it kind of simmer and then start off. I think if they started off with X Men um, Last Stand with her dying and then re- resurrecting in the same film, that would have been a little bit better because then they could have turned it into the typical. Then you could have compared E.T. Uh, X Men: The Last Stand with like E T or um oh, yeah. or, <laughs> He's or Star Wars. My
3: individual welfare
2: <laughs> or, or, uh, or, or Star Wars Episode One, where you know, everyone's got to have their their Jesus movie, so to speak.
3: I, I you know I got um I, I have a video that's made already with um comparing X Men One to something, but X Men Two. I'm not gonna lie, that one because I'm I'm not trying to use movies that I've used in the past already. So um, but X X Men Two to it, it's it's a testament to how good it is. It is difficult to find a movie that matches X Men two. It is a it is a and it still holds up. When I watch X Men one, I, I scratched my head at some of the dialogue and I kinda laughed at some yeah. of the action sequences. <laughs> but two, even though they were doing that Cisco Thong Song rope technique where they fight if you watch the Thong Song video and watch X Men two, of the fighting sequences look just like the dance sequences from that video, but um <laughs> I, that's just <laughs> I see I compare things a lot, naturally, but no, that movie still that, that movie still holds up. Um But um what what I was saying is um because I know you were um saying But Fox, when you when you look at they have one bad film like every three movies. That's a nice batting average. Mm. See what I mean? Right. Like right right now DC's not doing too well. Nah, Sony's doing yeah. horrible. Sony's not even in existence anymore, really. Um, they, they've kind of um, gotten under uh, Marvel's shadow. So when I actually compare Sony, Marvel, DC, and Fox, Fox is clearly the number two. But a lot of people try to throw Warner Brothers there, even with all of their mistakes.
2: And, and see, I don't, I don't think you could throw Warner Brothers in when you're comparing Marvel, Marvel, Marvel Studios, Sony, and, and Fox, because you're, because you're taking, because with those three, at least you're staying within the same. Con- company as opposed to you know adding warner brothers in there you're now going apples and oranges
3: well no it's apples and you know probably or it's oranges and tangerines you know it's close enough to where it's um, yeah it's um because because the the biggest um uh war in the geek universe is marvel fanboys versus dc fanboys so it's even though they, they may be different properties, people try to compare the two, you know. So uh, it's to me, it's uh, like, but I'm like, no, stop comparing. Like, I always try to be the voice of reason saying, hey, no, um, DC is a baby, like, let them grow. But Fox is probably someone you need to push up closer to the ring because they're they're doing they're doing good with some of their properties. And, and I wouldn't be surprised if by the end of this year, I don't think it's going to happen. But um, by the end of this year, if people are making a strong debate that a, um the Apocalypse, X-Men Apocalypse, is the best comic book movie of the year. I don't think it'll happen, but I never thought it would happen with Days of Future Past, and a lot of people thought that was the best movie of that year.
0: Yeah, I'm uh, looking forward to Apocalypse. Yeah, I am too.
3: Yeah, yeah. well, is we it? have no choice but to look forward to it now. <laughs> <laughs> Everything <laughs> already came out.
4: Yeah. Well, there's
0: still Civil War. Suck to that's, but we oh, know that's going to that. be good. I and think. Uh, um, Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad. Um, that's good.
3: looking forward I'm, to it?
2: I am. I am. It looks I'm, I'm, I sort and, of am and that, and that's gonna, If that's I
3: like be... it I, I, I'll be glad because I'll be pleasantly surprised but it's, mm-hmm. it's not something I have circled on my calendar
2: the, the only thing I'm I'm a little disappointed in is they're going back and doing three week three weeks of reshoots to uh-huh. to add some more hu- humor into it because of Deadpool. It's like,
4: well, that depends on who you ask because the director said that's not why they're doing it. Yeah, no. I don't believe it
3: either. No. I'm hoping that's, that's not true. Not. That's just so. Yeah,
4: I'm hoping it's not true either. But
2: if it if it's not true, then Suicide Squad is going to be the movie that's going to turn it around for for Warner Brothers. Could be. Yeah, I could. feel like
1: too. Like everybody, when Deadpool came out, I feel like everybody was like, "We got to be like Deadpool." Like it was like yeah. the top yeah. thing for like just even now. Like
3: you know what? That- I wouldn't be surprised if that's another reason for reshoots. They just want to get more grittier, even though they can't go hard R. Yeah, maybe they want to add some yeah. um, some extra stuff because yeah, that's the movie that people need to chase this year. Yeah, well, a, they, absolutely,
2: and and then they turn around and say well now wolverine 3 will be a hard r film hard. it's like yep. <laughs> you, you just lost 2 you know tier your what's, fan base
3: that that's the problem with hollywood what they do is um let's say what well, they they take one ingredient and they try to stretch it out the next time they make the recipe they like well people like eggs so let's just throw in eight dozen more eggs and i'm like no right because even yep. it, it is something that added um some um it like it, it got people in intrigued that okay we're getting a rated r movie right but a lot of people me personally it wasn't because of the the, uh the the hard r aspects that i like dead boys that character and just um I, I like quippy guys like my favorite comic book guy right now is Tony Stark I like people who could just who are just quick with their wit this guy was smoother than Tony Stark to a degree to where he was quicker than um, Tony right so that's the right. part that I I like so I think people actually enjoyed the comedy more so than the um well some people more so than the rated R but what Hollywood is doing is they're saying All right, people want R R R and they're not really looking at the whole formula and I think that's a problem and oh, yeah. too much of anything is a problem like Wolverine. Wolverine is a character, all of his movies have been bad to me. I didn't like um Origins and I didn't like um the Wolverine, the last one that came out that virtually had no action in it.
4: See, I liked it until the third act of the movie, then it just got bad.
3: <laughs> well, see oh, the, the, that's the thing, it had no in third the act. <laughs> yeah,
4: the yeah. silver yeah. Samurai. He almost yeah. Fought,
3: yeah. And he almost fought those ninjas, but then they, they just chickened out and nothing yeah. happened. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, are they serious? They they were they had some budgetary constraints that we never hear about because that yeah. didn't make any sense to
4: me yeah i know
3: yeah I, i've only watched that movie once i'm probably not gonna do a review on it because i probably don't want to ever watch it again <laughs> but um yeah and he's a he's a great character but they just don't know what to do with them so if they think they need to go r in order to make it work hey good for them you know hopefully i, I mean i'll be there opening weekend to support just to kind of see what it looks like
0: yeah, yeah i just think that uh they're trying to force R on the characters that what doesn't even match who the characters uh-huh. are, and they're just trying because, to match them that way. Well, That's going to be bad news. I, can <laughs> see rated R-
4: R- I, R- I
3: guarantee you, next week, it, um, Warner Brothers is going to announce the, a rated R Robin movie. so no, on, yeah, on. I, yeah. It just doesn't make sense.
0: Well, supposedly the extras on uh, the Batman vs. Superman when it comes out is uh, going to make it an R rating. Yeah.
3: <laughs> I, I, I like, I, well, you know, because one thing that Zack Snyder knows how to do, I don't know if it's credit to him or his cinematographer, but his action sequences when he wants to, they could be lovely. So it's like if you're telling me you're, um, the, the Blu-ray will have those type of, you know, um, gritty type fights that make me want to get squeamish and look away. Hey, I'm I'm all for it, but he just can't tell a story. I mean, he knows, I know his weaknesses. I just hope that he realizes them one day as well.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe someday.
3: <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, or maybe. I,
2: I, I will say Snyder is better than Josh Trank.
3: I agree. Not why, I but, think Josh. You, well, you know, Josh Trank. Um, he got discovered off of doing YouTube. I'll say one thing. Like, my videos look awesome, right, on YouTube. But if somebody gave me, you know, a, um, a two hundred fifty million dollar budget to do a blockbuster movie, I would crumble, <laughs> and I would admit that I would crumble. So they wouldn't give me the budget. I, <laughs> I, so when I look at Josh Trank, I look at him as a guy who 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 got away with robbery. Like, um, Chronicle was good. You know, it wasn't great, but for that to be, um, was that his directorial debut? Yes. Maybe, maybe not. Okay, all right. Whether it was or not, he was still wet behind the ears, but um, I didn't think he was able to manage um you know kind of like a a big rig like they gave him and um he tries to blame it on the studio with um fox i i have a gift of of knowing what the studios implement in the film and what the director does like i said it with batman v superman i could tell there were certain parts the studio had their hands in a a lot of the problems that people had with fantastic four i mean i'm pointing the finger at josh trank so when you say zack snyder is better than trank i i agree with you 100 (laughs) percent
2: so what are future plans to to expand uh your your presence on youtube uh do you have a new series of, of shows that you you plan on bringing out or
3: yeah so so uh you know i just celebrated my one year anniversary right and i always i wanted to do something special so just a couple of things and i'll, I'll give you guys a sneak peek I'm, I'm working on a um a mobile game and it it kind of it's kind of you could actually relate it to the josh Trank story or about how a, a director wants to make a movie, but the studios are preventing him from making the movie that he wants to make. So you actually put your seat in the director. Uh, you you sit down in the director seat. So we're still working on that. The um the teaser is available for you to get like the first couple of um, minutes of um kind of a preview on uh, iOS and um, Android devices. It's called Hollywood RPG. So make sure to support and download that. Um, my channel itself, www- www.youtube.com slash Couch Tomato Films. Um, Um, Last year, I was releasing a video a week. This year, I'll be releasing three videos a week. Um, I'm doing the 24 Reasons, definitely, but I'm also doing another series where I point out product placements in movies. Um, And it's just to kind of get my fans to watch movies a little closer, pay attention to details. So um, I don't find anything wrong with product placements. Um, I I didn't mind them in Man of Steel. Um, And Michael, I just finished doing a Michael Bay movie. Oh my God, I wanted to to, uh, quit (laughs) after that. Like um, I found 68... Product placements and the um the next highest movie that wasn't done by Michael Bay the highest I ever found was like thirty three so Michael wow. Bay like he has the record it's probably never gonna get taken away from him so <laughs> I'll, I'll be doing those every Tuesday and on Wednesday I'll still be doing the videos that people know and love and also um. Every Friday, I'm, um, I'm doing a podcast. This is kind of like new for me, you know, just, just to sit down and talk about movies. You guys kind of saw it on this podcast. Like if you talk about movies, I-, I love movies and I, I always thought I had an issue growing up, but I went to the doctor and they said it's perfectly fine. But, um, so what I do, and this is if, if, if you're a geek this podcast is for you, and if, if you're not a geek, it's, it's, surprisingly, it's for you as well. What I do is, um, I take a person that um, doesn't necessarily know about movies, um, and I actually kind of point out that he makes up 99% of the average movie-going audience. So, m- myself and you guys, we're geeks, but we're only a small percentage of the people who actually buy the tickets. So, it, it, it's, it's kind of cool to hear how I felt about a movie versus what he feels about a movie. And um, the name of the show is called Hashtag Cinematic lives matter the name is controversial but uh, we're not too controversial on the show um so it's it's on itunes stitcher or anywhere you get your podcast make sure to um subscribe to that and uh, send me your feedback on that but we just we review popular films in uh movie history and we also review um just uh tempo releases and uh it's like it, it like we're so night and day like um I'll, I'll represent geek culture and i'll say no this movie's horrible and um he'll just he'll love it so it's, it's nice to see how regular people think <laughs> so those are the three things my channel still up and running we'll do uh three videos a week uh look for me on youtube couch tomato films and then um also uh, the podcast hashtag cinematic lives matter make sure to subscribe to that and then lastly the um mobile app it's available on ios and android um excuse me android devices it's uh hollywood rpg the teaser is up now so that's that's what i got going on for 2016.
0: Sweet, I had, uh How did you get the voice of Siri for your uh, videos? You,
3: um, man, whenever you need to do something, nothing's impossible. Just Google it, and somebody's already thought of a better idea. But um, there's a there's a way. Um, there's a, and I'll send you a link after we're done. But um, there's a way you could actually get your phone to say whatever you want. Like when you text it, right? You just text what you want, and Siri will repeat it. So I text the line, oh. and I just recorded Siri's voice. That's oh, all. Like nice. this, cool. yeah. Huh. So people thought yeah i just went out and um with the apple and knocked on the door and just was like hey um i need to to get featured in this video it's it's cool so far i've had two celebrities guest star on my channel i have I, i have a video where i um had siri do some narration and i had a video where i had um hermione granger not um not um the young lady who plays hermione but the actual hermione granger i just uh took lines from her um from her uh, scenes in Harry Potter. And I I used it to actually compare Harry Potter and Lord of the Rings.
1: Wow.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Believe it or not,
1: those are like my, well, Lord of the Rings is like my favorite movie ever. Ever, ever. Um, so it's funny when you were talking earlier about the Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings, because I love both of them. Um, See, w- we-
3: when I when when it came out and I was in high school, you know, peer pressure is fear pressure at that point. But um, everyone made you pick a side. It's like you couldn't like both. And it, 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 I don't know if that was in my subconscious because I'm never really influenced by peer pressure. But for some reason, my sister loved the Lord of the Rings films. I, I, I'm I'm like I got this thing against runtimes, you know. So. Um, <laughs> Lord of the Rings yeah. breaks all of those rules, so I, I know I know it's a good movie, but it just to me it just doesn't have the rewatchability. Like Harry Potter, whenever it's on um, Fox Family, I have I have the um, Blu-rays, but I watch it every single time. Like I I could watch yeah. that movie like eighteen times in a day if the hours would allow me, but mathematically that's not possible. But um, with Lord of the Rings, it's one of those films I need to watch once every three years, maybe. So yeah, yeah, you'll probably have to sell me on that, Jules. But I'm definitely Team <laughs> Harry Potter all the way
0: well, it's kind of like the star trek and star Tra- star wars fans and can't people say you can't like both of those either and i do <laughs> yeah.
3: I and, and, and that that's you know the problem with star trek is they're trying to make it star wars when um the people who love star trek it's because of the science right yeah. but they're trying to make it action right now and i i love what jj abrams did with the first one because he he introduced me to that generation as well, like I went back and watched the star wars um excuse me star trek films um only because i liked to, at the time i liked um the uh the Chris Pine version, the second one, I didn't I didn't really care for. You know, I remember liking it in theaters, but then I forgot about it right away. And then when I watched it on Netflix, I was just ah, it just didn't it, it didn't do it for me. But um, yeah, I think this one is going to suck. That's coming out this year. No one's talking about it. And I think the reason it's going to suck, I, I hope I'm I'm hoping I'm wrong. So it's wishful thinking um, that I, I'm hoping I'm wrong. But uh, I just they're trying to make a Star, uh, Star Wars movie. And I, I think that's a problem.
2: Uh. See, I think Derek, Brett, and I were old enough that before Star Wars came out, you only had... Star Trek or you had Space
4: 1999
2: <laughs> so I mean sci-fi are oh, you
3: showing hurt. your age right now <laughs>
0: Yeah. but <laughs> well, we saw the original Star Wars in the movie theater so that's yeah. crazy
3: see I would have never been able to guess that from just your appearances but then when you said <laughs> that I'm like mathematically oh wow you guys are like old <laughs> yeah.
4: Yeah. and I mean
3: that in the most polite way as possible yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah I remember seeing Star Wars at a drive-in movie theater twice <laughs> in the same night
3: uh, <laughs> you're like a legacy you're like
0: a we <laughs> <Like laughs> for a- going the way of the dinosaurs
3: <laughs> I keep trying to give them a compliment but it turns <laughs> into like the worst <laughs> thing ever
0: sticking the hole deeper <laughs>
3: Yeah, I'm like feet under right now. <laughs> so, I mean, how, how did you guys feel about the uh, the uh, uh, Star Trek? I, I bet you guys hated it. So, uh, I like
0: I like the first one. I, 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 I feel like the same the way as that you did about the second one. Yeah, yeah. I, I kind of like the second
2: one a little bit better than the first one because it, oh, so, because more you know more the interact you know just the interaction between the two spots I felt was a little stronger in the second one I you know I know I told you I wouldn't come to you again but what do you know of Khan it's like well told you I'd never help you but here's what you need to know
4: yeah it's like okay yeah, yeah I just the second one they just I I, I wish they hadn't have done Khan and I wish they hadn't changed the things they had changed about it see to me if you're
2: gonna do Khan it, to, to do it second it is like it was so predictable yeah. Well, I think I think I it think, was the uh, second one in the original timeline as well.
3: I think uh, I, I think uh, JJ knew he he had a foot out the door, and it's like it, it, JJ knew he wasn't going to be around for the third. So if he wanted to do con, so he had to do it second. It's like mm-hmm. even if it wasn't Star Wars, he knew he was going to leave that ship. Mm-hmm
2: see i think i think Khan would have been better in the first one i
3: thought they, i thought it would have been better pushed back. yeah
4: i don't I know yeah.
2: i
3: would have respected it more if i knew more about the captain kirk in that universe and it was more of a camaraderie b- between him and spock but see, um I,
2: i'd rather have had the con villain in the first film no, but still kept the no, first film as it was
3: i i love the um no i love the idea of I think too much was going on in the first film, but what they did with time travel because time travel done so much in movies today. But the, what they did in time travel in the first film, I thought it was done lovely. So it was. Um, so if you add Khan to that, I think he would have got lost in the shuffle. It just would have been too too crowded. But it didn't happen. So we could talk about should have cut wood wooders all day. But it, it, it looks like uh, most of us agree we like the first one. And there's a uh, odd, odd man out. Like first, the second one is just action to me. It's it's it, it's almost it's Zack Snyder like to where um, the scenes just don't go together for me. Like it's just it's it, when you watch that movie, just watch it. Like um, it's like JJ was trying so hard to 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 pull on your heartstrings, but it just wasn't working. First scene, it's emotional. Like I'm getting kicked out of the um out of you know the academy. Second film, my daughter's dying. Um um a, a terrorist attack. Like every scene, the first eight scenes were trying to make you cry, and I'm like, oh my god, this is like. Like, mellow, dramatic, and then oh, out of yeah. nowhere, it didn't. And then they just threw the action at you all at once, and it just didn't work.
0: Yeah, I guess because I'm not so uh, connected to this to the original Raphael. I didn't, I wasn't really comparing the two. So, a lot of people, neither was I, but we're, were I, doing I, that. Yeah, <laughs> I was, I didn't compare them. yeah, <laughs> no, I, I did not
3: yeah, I didn't watch Khan until I saw this movie and my fans kind of forced me to go watch the um, Star Trek movies. I just thought I wasn't going to yeah. like them. And I'm like, oh, no, they're good. Pretty good.
1: Speaking of uh, Star Trek, we just started about a week ago with my daughter watching the original from the beginning. We didn't watch the original first because they, they did like a pilot episode. Mm-hmm. And then I guess they decided that the one the guy that was supposed to play Captain Kirk he wasn't good so they went so we started with the second one. Um yeah. I think we're on episode like 6 or 7 now so it's been a cool experience cuz I never grew up with the I mean my mom would watch them but I never watched them and so now going back and watching them I just think they're great. Yeah, they're mm-hmm. really dramatic and like like compared to like the shows you watch now the the sets are awesome like and, and now I really understand why people love William Shatner because he's, he's freaking awesome. I mean, he's like yeah. throwing down with people. He's like, he is fearless. He, he's not like, he doesn't just sit in the ship, you know, in the enterprise. He's out there like beating people up.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and that's in there drinking his old gray tea. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah and
1: that, <laughs> I, I like him too, but different reasons I like Picard, but. I, I yeah, William Shatner's awesome. Now now yeah. I'm
3: like,
2: oh But with with Shatner it's not the it's not the nonverbal performance that people have issues with. It's how he delivers
3: the <laughs> lines. Wow. That's, that that very was spot dramatic. on, by the way.
2: Oh, <laughs> well, thank you very much. <laughs> now I'm almost heading towards the Christopher walk in
3: now. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm Christopher funny. Walken doing Shatner as Captain Kirk. Spock. It's uh you know.
3: <laughs> wow.
2: <laughs> so w- what's been the one um YouTube video that you've gotten the most criticism about that that you didn't expect to get the the heat that you that you might have gotten.
3: This question's easy. I've only co- um considered quitting YouTube one time, and this is when I was early on, but um it was the Godzilla video. I never knew Godzilla Nation was that, um... Oh. <laughs> I didn't know. I never knew. I never knew that there was a Godzilla nation. You know, so oh, I, yeah. I didn't. Yes. <laughs> yes oh, they, it's huge. They, too. they are huge and they are sensitive. So, um, oh yes. The thing is, I so I watched. I, I just remember the one of the last blockbusters. Like I, I I never went to a movie theater until I was like uh like a freshman in high school. What I what my family would do is go to the drive-in. So to go to a movie theater experience was very very new for me. But um, I just remember um, I I kept begging my father to take me to um, a movie theater for the Godzilla movie, the 1998 film. Because it it had the aura around it, kind of like Star Wars to where you never really got to see the monster. You never really knew what the movie was about other than it was a monster in it because they did some good promotion with it. but um, The movie turned out to be something totally different. But um, I always appreciated that movie, mainly because of the nostalgia and memories around it. I was a kid, you know? So, you know, there's bad movies you like but you just you were a kid when you watched them the first time so you appreciate them so i so when it comes to godzilla 1998 i understand it's a horrible movie but it has some sentimental value for me so i did i did a a a review comparing godzilla 1998 to um 2014 and like i said the theme on my channel is you cannot hate one movie for the same reason you love another 2014, it was critically appraised. Where, um, um, 1998, not so much. Siskel and Ebert ripped it, right? So, um, what I was doing is I, I compared the two, and, um, Godzilla Nation thought that was blasphemous. Uh, my video went viral. It was my, one of my first viral videos, um, but it was going viral for the wrong reasons. Like people <laughs> were sharing it to pick at me, like, come pick at this, this idiot, you know? So, um, man, when I tell you that was the first time I had to stop reading YouTube comments, like, I, really feared if they found out my identity and Googled my address, like somebody would kill me. And um, <laughs> But um, over over time, like since then, when um, I had a lot of dislikes on that. It's one of my most disliked videos to date. But after I got more popular on YouTube, my fans kind of evened out the likes and dislike ratio. So when you look at it now, um, it doesn't look as bad from a um, rating standpoint. Like I have a lot of likes on it, but you had to be there at the beginning. And still read the comments like go, go in that comment section it's it's one of the most poisonous comment sections on youtube wow. uh, and, and it's on my channel like every other video i mean my fans are polite but with that one I to this day, I just read I just pop popcorn and read those comments because people are out for blood. Not just mine, but anyone else who liked the nineteen ninety eight version of Godzilla. It's crazy.
2: So, so you you would almost think you, you killed anime.
3: I'm no. I'm 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 scared to do anime because of that video. But yeah. <laughs> It's like my my fans will ask me, "Hey, um, you should really start comparing anime videos." I'm like, no, you know, because um, I, I would I would imagine you know the Godzilla fans are primarily overseas, and um, that I would probably open up myself to those same fans if I did anime as well. I love anime, you know. Um, Dragon Ball Z is my you know my favorite anime cartoon, and um. I see. I'm not even supposed to call it a cartoon. It's scary stuff like that, that they'll trip over. So, um, yeah. So, um, but, uh, yeah, I'll just stick to movies and stick in my wheelhouse. But ever since then, though, like one thing, it's nice to have that experience at the beginning, because after you get killed like that, you just realize, oh, wow, this is the worst that it gets not that bad you know I, I i did think about quitting but after some people were like once th- i i don't try to focus on who hates it i look at who likes it and uh, when um a lot of people liked it you know just but a lot of people hated it so ever since then like that was kind of like my my death on youtube and i um I've kind of been bulletproof ever since because I'm, I've always compared it to that experience and I'm like this isn't worse than the Godzilla experience I'm fine <laughs> this, this isn't this isn't that <laughs> bad
0: yeah and that's crazy.
3: That, and it, and I mean fans even my fans I love them but um, a lot of and that's I think that's the problem with Hollywood nowadays too is because people we say we want something different but when we get something different we complain about it you know um, a la, um, I could point to numerous movies that just tanked because they were different but then I could point to Force Awakens and I could say we like the same stuff. Whenever I, I, I try to release a new idea, I'm met with dislikes from fans saying, no, continue to be the same couch we know and love. And um, sometimes I got to explain, hey, those videos still come out on Wednesday. You know, I, I just want to try something else. So um, if I, there's a lot of ideas that are on my channel and my podcast right now that if I would have listened to my fans 100%, I would have never got anything accomplished, only because, you know, they, they kind of want to leave me the same way they meet me. But, um, um, you just gotta, you just gotta be fearless and just keep pushing. I, I guess I hate to sound cliche, you know, um, but I'm telling people not to be cliche. That's so funny, but uh, <laughs> yeah, that's that's what it is. Because I mean, my um, first episode of my podcast, I did a prank call, and I think people didn't get it at first. Um, what I do is I, I basically point out that not everybody's is. I don't want to say smart and use that as a, um, but not everybody's is educated on movies, is myself and you guys. So when I start explaining um, Dark Knight quotes to like a regular person they won't understand or so what i did is i, I took i called somebody and i was a, i was acting like i was raising funds for the gotham police department so i was asking for donations for um the city of gotham for the attack that took place and i was naming scenes from the movie and i was like if we could equip the officers with three portable um uh Polygraphs in their cars. They could actually do lie detector test on the spot. And then I, um, the lady didn't want to give, and I kept saying, "Why so serious? Um, you want you want to know how they get these cars and stuff like that?" And it was a, it was a prank call. It was funny because I kept quoting the movie throughout, and she didn't um, realize till the end that it it, it, um, it was a lie. So, but I put I put that on my channel, and at first it was met with a lot of you know just negative backlash, like, "No, this isn't Twenty Four Reasons." But the second time it came up, people loved it and that's kind of my podcast now that's a part of my podcast so it's like um it's always you have to find a balance you want to listen to your fans but you also want to understand what's positive criticism like what's you know what's positive feedback that could i could grow from and what's just people just you know what's just the negative feedback that people are just talking to talk you know so you, you have to be able to discern between the two yeah. and i'm saying i, I only brought that up because i know there, there there may be some people listening and they they want to do what you guys do whether it be a podcast or they want to do what i do and it's a um, youtube channel my suggestion is just do it you know um don't don't wait for perfect conditions if you do that nothing will ever get accomplished so um if i could leave them with any nugget that's what
0: i want to say yeah, yeah. Just well, reading the my... comments. Oh, go ahead, Joseph.
3: <laughs> you read the comments already?
0: <laughs> no, I said just just reading comments on anything, like an article oh. or, or anything that's written. There's just so many people just bashing it for no reason, and it just gets <laughs> rough on there.
3: <laughs> it, and I, t- I tell people it's 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 um it's uh it's fun. Like, cause you know, if you're on Facebook now, right? When you click like, they have the different emojis you could pick. Yeah. And some you could either like it because it made you sad, you could like it because it made you angry, like it because it made you laugh, or like it because it made you sad, right? And there's one more I'm missing, but um, those are like the five emotions. I mean, we all saw Inside Out, so um, so it's like whenever you want to get a reaction, you pick one of those five emotions to pull from. The thing is, anger is just like the dark side. Sorry to get so Star Wars on you. But it's you get the <laughs> you get the quickest results from um, from making people angry that Mm -hmm. you know so it's sometimes i don't even think people believe what they're saying but they just they know that it'll get them likes and things like that you know so um it's amazing like um you can't have fun being a geek anymore like um you know i I blog on movie pilot quite often and um i wrote an article when um star wars was breaking all these records my thing is i don't think anything will ever i don't when star wars started out breaking all those records i didn't think it was going to touch titanic and um avatar because we're in a different age it's just they're moving are set up to fail because um, studios care about blu-rays now studios didn't care about VHSs back then so titanic stayed in theaters where a lot of movies are getting pulled out so i'm like star wars isn't going to touch titanic it's just impossible but i said if star wars happened i wrote an article hypothetically let's say star wars touches it um the only movie that will ever um beat star wars will be a star wars movie or batman v superman and i started listing listing reasons this was at the beginning of the year you know before the critics came out but i started listing reasons why um, Batman v Superman is prime to beat, you know, a Star Wars record. I didn't believe that. I just wanted to have fun. But then when you read the comments on that blog, it was crazy. Like, I'm like, people just want to get angry. To me, I'm I'm immune to it. I get you know hundreds of comments a day, hundreds, thousands of comments a month. Uh, you, you 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 know you have to leave your your um, feelings in the closet or something, right? So, but for anybody starting out, man, I, all I could do is just keep my fingers crossed for them because it's very very difficult nowadays. Just because uh, it's so easy to be negative and it's so popular to be negative right now. I hope that changes. I don't really invite that environment on my YouTube channel. I always ask at the end of every video. I say politely share your thoughts in the comment section below and it's worked so far you know people are um polite for the most part so
1: yeah social media is rough uh i think mainly like you're not face to face with that person so it's kind of like free for all but um i know my daughter she it's funny because everything i've pretty much learned about youtube to this moment she's ms11 i've pretty much learned from her because she's a huge (laughs) minecraft fan and i don't know if you guys know but the Minecraft fan base and the YouTube presence is, like, ginormous. Yeah. Um, The Diamond part is, like... Yeah, gaming,
3: period. So um, Minecraft's a a huge part of that.
1: (laughs) And it's funny because, like... I, I stuck at the game. I'm not going to lie. But like when I was watching some of the videos, <laughs> a, like the Diamond Martin cart videos, I was like, I can see why he's so popular. He's first of all, he's super likable. And like, it's just he does really he's very positive, too. And he does a lot of funny things. But my daughter, she um, she wants her own YouTube channel. She's obviously not old enough yet. I think you have to be at least 18 to do it.
3: Well, see, um, I don't know that. I, 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 I don't know if that's the case, though. I, I think she, I, no, she, she could do it. I I'm just sure. I do
1: get worried about the the yeah. even if she was just even if she was just posting little gaming videos, I just I, I worry about even if someone was just on there because she's very sensitive and yeah and I, that
3: I understand that, that. piece as a parent, yeah, she
1: she has such a passion for for gaming that like she would would be able to do it. But yeah, it's like since since she's been into it, I've noticed YouTube. like anytime I go to look at a video now, I go right to YouTube. I used to just go to Safari, type it in, or Google. Now the I'm like YouTube, YouTube. I just go right to YouTube. I don't even mess around anymore. Like that's where I go if I need to look at a video. So the it,
3: world it's is just grown. Yeah, the world has changed now. It's, I, I get, I mean, even now, I, I, I consume a lot of my, uh, if it's not on Netflix, if it's not on, um, YouTube and I don't own the Blu-ray, I'm probably not going to watch it. You know, um. I, uh, I I'm also at you know just another trick for you guys. Go to your library as well. They have like the best Blu-ray and DVD collection. A lot of people don't know that, but um yeah, it's it's different now. Like I said, I, I tell people I watch YouTube more than I watch TV, and I, I would have never pictured myself saying that five years ago or two years ago or last year. It's just crazy. Yeah,
1: and don't they have like a I don't know a something she was telling about YouTube like movie section now? Like it's a it's a new thing that
0: they just did recently. Can't remember well, what it was okay, called. A- it's a pay service. YouTube Red. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're, they're trying to
3: they're trying to compete oh. with uh, Netflix. We'll see what yeah, happens.
0: Okay.
3: I, I, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I really love my Netflix. So I, I, mean, too. <laughs> I, love
2: I mean, there's a, a there was already before YouTube Red. There was already uh, a few uh, like pay per view type. Uh, yeah, type uh, Amazon. Channels uh, up there. Uh, um,
3: oh yeah, that's what you mean. Okay. Uh, yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. Like All I know a couple. I know I know one of the uh, wrestling companies they have a pay pay per view channel. Mm-hmm. Or uh, some of their videos are, are pay per view. So,
1: um, do you have any fa- like favorite YouTubers yourself? That you, uh,
3: yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> let me just kind of go through my subscriptions. <laughs> 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 Man, I'm subscribed to a lot of people. I love the Breakfast Club. It's kind of like a radio show on um, YouTube. But um, movie wise, I really go to YouTube for like movie reviewers, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, there's this one guy that's pretty funny. His name is. Uh, Sega Night Kevin and he took Say Sega Night Kevin is a popular quote from uh I'm, I'm naming small YouTubers right now I want to do that because those are the people that no one knows about but um Sega Night Kevin is a uh, that quote from the Home Alone movie when he got in trouble. Say goodnight, Kevin. So um, uh, yeah. but he does uh. there there's a nostalgia critic who reviews um old movies. He's called nostalgia Christian because he reviews Christian movies, but he just kinda he it's satire with it because he's I just I find this sense of humor funny because he's just he does jokes that go over a lot of people's head, but I tend to catch them. And I'm like, oh man, he's pretty funny. Um who else I I, I like uh there's this other guy who teaches you how to YouTube. His name is, uh, well, the video creators. He just basically gives you points on things you need to do with your channel. So I watch him religiously. Tyrone Magnus. I I know Tyrone personally, but he just reacts, and he um, it kind of shows personality is everything. Because, like you said, that guy, Tyrone's very positive, and he's just very funny. He just reacts to things or whatever. So yeah.
1: I think it's better when you're just yourself, like you were saying, how you are with your friends. That's yeah. how you are on your channel. That those are the YouTube channels that I gravitate towards. Like when I when I watch them,
3: and people um, people could tell. Yeah, people could tell. Like when you're acting, yeah. Like if I'm if I'm not myself, sooner or later it's going to sneak out. You know what I mean? And, um, yeah. Yeah. So and also I got I got three kids. You know, um, I got a mar- uh, happily married me and my wife have three lovely kids and my my daughter won't even let me say the s word and by s word i mean stupid because to her (laughs) that's a bad word so um on my channel i always you know i only put out stuff that my kids would be able to watch and i remember at the beginning you know certain people would um would ask me to be vulgar i'm like i'm not i'm not really that type of guy you know so it's like i I have to be myself and um you know what i mean so um yeah yeah, and so far like you probably you'll probably lose subscribers being yourself but you'll you're retain more subscribers being yourself as well so um i mean that's my biggest suggestion be yourself don't really look at the numbers too much just have fun like at the end of the day i love talking about movies even if my youtube channel wasn't here i would still talking about uh, talk about movies my most painful part is recording and editing. I hate that.
0: I'll never get used to it. So, <laughs> you know. So uh, <laughs>
3: I'm seeing a couple of you guys laughing because I, I, yeah. I guess you feel the same.
0: But well, we're um, lucky we have Micah that does that. He's yeah. That he's that.
3: The, he's <laughs> unfortunately he's the only one that wasn't laughing. So. Yes. Don't talk <laughs> <laughs> but um, it's just
2: yeah, an extension but, of my daily job.
3: Oh my god! I, I, like I don't care. Um, you know, some people say you'll get used to it, or you do a good job at it. Because on my channel, they always say, "Well, your editing is on point." And I'm like, I don't. I'll trade it for the world. Like if I don't have to do that part of it anymore, this would be a blast. But other than that, I just like to see the finished product. Like when I watch my videos, and I can make myself laugh because it's hard to make me laugh. I never laugh at anything. I just always say, ah, "That's funny," you know, because um, th- I'm laughing inside. But it just—I I just won't laugh, ha 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 ha, like that. But um, so when I laugh in my own videos, I just know, okay, this is a good video. And I kind of knew the Star Wars one was going to be a good video. There's a couple of times I think it's going to be a great video, and it just doesn't do too well with my audience. So I'm—I'm—I've I'm, only been doing this for a year, and I'm mm-hmm. still getting the hang of it. I, in a year, I've grown to 244,000 subscribers. You know, um, we're, we're uh, closing in on nine million views um yeah I, I have goals for this year if I don't achieve them I'll still be i'll still be cool with the outcome but um yeah I just want to entertain my fans and keep them entertained you know um and not lose my dignity in the process as long as I can mm. stay true to myself and all that other stuff I don't yeah I got I'm talking like a jedi today <laughs> <But> I'll, <laughs> yeah I'll, I'll have uh I have fun I'm just I, I'm really happy about this year like I, I love the way my channel's been going i love the way the podcast has been growing and everything and um yeah 2016 i'm trying to make it better than last year
4: so do you feel like you've uh evolved a lot in the past year then from when you started
3: um you know what's funny? I've um I've devolved a lot, if that makes any <laughs> sense. Um what I mean by that is um my channel has really taught me not to take things too serious. Like um as a movie fan, I would just always get very aggressive. I was never hateful, but um <laughs> I'm when I talk with my, my friends about movies, we get so passionate. But now I don't get passionate anymore because I like to hear what other people need to say. So from that aspect I've kinda taken a step back because now I'm so anxious to just hear other people's thoughts rather than my own. But um, in regards to the channel, though, I didn't know how to edit a video last year. I didn't know how to record. I didn't know anything about the in- equipment. Now I'm, I'm 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 running a podcast. I'm doing all the technical work from that. I do my videos 100 percent. Nobody else helps me with it. And um, I'm even starting to do like um, little tricks and stuff with After Effects. Like I'm I'm involved with um, I'm in a program with Movie Pilots, to where we kind of have to submit a video a week and they kind of help us become better video creators and they're kind of teaching me about the the rules and the trades of how it goes on on facebook and in that class i want to say i'm one of the better students and a lot of the other students they've been doing this longer than i have so a lot of them say well he probably went to school for this and i'm like no i just googled the hell out of um tutorials and i youtube the hell out of tutorials so um i i've excelled in that aspect you know just the technical side but the personal side. Um, I'm in a better place to where I'm just I love movies like the passion is not going away Um, and the respect factor is just it's grown I've always been respectful towards other people's opinion but especially since I'm on the stage that I'm on now um, I I like who I've become Hmm. to answer the question
2: now I do have a listener question that someone left a a voicemail for us Um, so I figured I'd play it real quick and let you answer Mm -hmm. so um, this is from from a listener (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
4: <laughs> <laughs>
3: wow, you know what? That sounds better than some of the comments I was uh getting. For the listeners out there, right? So if you get a chance, um on my channel there's a video well if you go uh Google it or search it, but um twenty four reasons, Godzilla Ninety-eight and Godzilla fourteen are the same movie. Just sit. Just just take an hour. Read the comments and just look how I was getting murdered. And I won't say this because this this is this is a little embarrassing, right? So I'm I'm going to kind of be transparent with you guys. So when I first started, when I did that video, I I only had like twelve subscribers or less. And um, here's a here's a joke. Six of those accounts were mine. You know, so it's like um, yeah. So um, when I was getting beat up. The cool thing is when you have subscribers that'll go defend you. I had to keep replying to their hate comments from my different <laughs> accounts to defend myself. Like, this is me, like saying, "Hey, leave him alone. He's just do- he's- he did a great job." And that's me defending myself. It was pretty embarrassing. It was pathetic. <laughs> but um, I- I've come a long way to now. If you if you act up in the comment section, um, my fans won't they won't chase you out, but they'll just kind of tell you, "Hey, man, chill out. There's a better way to get your point across."
2: Mm-hmm. Nice. So there you have it listener. Uh who left the <laughs> voice? Okay. <mail. Yeah. laughs>
3: Oh man, I'm never, I'm, I'm never ever doing, I don't care how many movies they release. I know they keep pushing back the sequel, but, um, hey, I'm, I'm probably gonna, cause even that video, if you watch it, I was very respectful, but, um, at the end of the video, one thing I said was, hey, I used, to, I, I, I gave a review, a quick review. I said, hey, the 2014 version, um, I said, 1998 version, I liked because it, it, for the nostalgic, uh, purposes, 2014, not so much that's all I said and they just they got out their matches their lighters steaks <laughs> and they just nailed me to a cross it was horrible
0: oh wow. my god that's gotta so, be
2: rough well thank you for coming on the show um, and thanks we're, for me. We're, yeah, we're, we're coming up yeah. near the end. Um, again let our listeners know where they can find you on, on YouTube and where they uh, can find your podcast
3: alright so www.youtube.com slash Couch Tomato Films or you can just search Couch Tomato Films I'm the red and white logo it's um, pretty hard to miss but um, I do videos every Wednesday I'm doing them every Tuesday now too every Friday I have a podcast which you can find on iTunes um, Stitcher um, pretty much everywhere you could find podcasts it's called hashtag cinematic lives matter um make sure to subscribe to keep up with our weekly content and also on your mobile devices check out our teaser for um hollywood rpg um, on ios and uh, google play devices awesome awesome
2: great thank you for coming on and until next week want to know more